us in to your latest episode of the Domcast. That song was um, requested by none other than Chris Barr. Um, I guess he's, you know, that song's summarizing his, his little run he's on lately. And we'll get to that here. Uh, as we do the week 11 recap, we're going to touch on the week 12 preview, of course. I'm calling in via via satellite, via Dubois, uh, calling into Studio Bar today. So we apologize for any sort of shoddy quality. Probably, um, probably, probably that song. Yeah, that, that song is going right. to not sound so great, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the heavy metal is not going to... <laughs> it's not going to translate through two microphones. <laughs> Great song. I, I understand what Barr's getting at now. I, I like it a lot less, but yeah. I, I wouldn't consider 104 points in a week rolling, but go for it. Fans of uh, 2001 NHL hits are going to immediately recognize that song uh, with the chocolate starfish shout-out to start it off. Um, but let's see. Let's dive in. The, uh, probably what we would have called last week the matchup of the week, me versus Evan ended exactly how I was expecting it to um, it was a loss to me uh, Ev gets uh, 112 on the week so not a great week for him by any stretch of the imagination uh, but my team only scored 101 um, Stacy continuing to surge puts up a great week 158 points downs her competitor Jake who scored 139.20 um, and then the, the real explosion of the week really by both teams in the matchup uh, unfortunately for Derek he was on the losing end of the uh, 193 to 179 matchup uh, against Ethan's team John Wick Ethan's uh, real you know knocking on the door of 200 there uh, Heath gets the win uh, during his bye week 139 <laughs> to 94 um, and then as far and and Mr. Uh, Durst alluded to wreaking havoc just keeps rolling 104 to just an awful week by Jeff 68.98 points that's that's so bad um and Barr pointed out that might be one of the worst of all time but I do think there's been technically worse performances but let's start there um with Barr Barr versus Jeff um as Derek mentioned uh, not a good week for Bar. 104 points, of course. Uh, and then, but but on the other side of it here, Jeff with with like we said, 68. So let's see some of the culprits here. He played Jarek McKinnon, who got him 1.4. Um, James Robinson got him a single lone point. Um, Rob Tunyon with 3.9. Rondale Moore, he had uh, what was that? Just last night, point negative point six. Um, those are just some of the... Oh, even on his bench, he had Naeem Hines with negative 0.8. So Jeff just really down bad and getting, you know, more and more down. It was um, not that this is going to be tough to, to kind of chime in and not cut you off. So I apologize when I do because yeah, I'm sure it's going to happen. But uh, 2.4 points out of your running back group, not exactly ideal. And then you follow that up with Rondell Moore, who got the first touch of the game, lost six yards, and left with a groin injury. So it was just all things bad for Jeff. Even the guys he expects to step up, like Allen and Diggs, were pedestrian. Um, and, of course, 
Barr, really, if you look at Barr's team, uh, obviously his 23 points scored <laughs> by his kicker to lead his team. Um, other than that, Jacobs, uh, the only person to really go well over their projection. Uh, Jonathan Taylor with a respectable day, but losing a point with your defense. And, yeah, I mean, like, you look on Barr's bench. Yeah, Tyreek Hill's on bye. I get it. Geno Smith is allegedly an upgrade over Russell Wilson, although I'm not sure how great either one of them are at real football. Uh, but, yeah, Barr... If you think for a minute that you are going to win this championship, you better fucking wake up and smell the roses because it's over, pal. You can win as many in a row as you want. You will not win this championship. Yeah, I concur. I concur with that. I do concur. Bar, you're stringing together an improbable... This might be the best streak of luck I've ever seen. Yeah, and you very well may make the playoffs, my friend, but your team is not going to contend for the title. For what it's worth, you're not the worst team in the league anymore. I Unfortunately, with all the injuries, Jeff's team is just in total shambles. Yeah. I agree. We have a new bye week team, I think. Well, like I plus, Jeff. he really has no running backs. Yeah, no, with Brees Hall out, yeah. and then I mean, he, he has... He on a bye, okay. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm not... I don't know. I, I mean, I get the, the science behind playing McKinnon um, because people had talked him up, and he'd actually had, like, three straight games of double-digit points, but, of course... He only got the 1.4. Also, since we're on Jeff, um, he did change his team name. He did not change it correctly. (laughs) The bitch is queen. Yeah, he... Oh, I didn't realize that. He thinks he's real clever, I'm sure. So, I I don't know. We don't have name change sanctions, but this might be the time to implement... In in seasons past, really what we do is we just make sure that you change it to the correct name for a, you know an entire week. Right. So he he has he still hasn't served his time as far as I'm concerned. He's got to get it to the right name. It's got to remain for a week. He didn't lose by fifty this week, so although it was damn closer than you would imagine <laughs> with the winning team scoring hundred and four. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he's got to, He'll have this week of, of you know basically having a. No one has a claim to his name for this week. So if he corrects it, just make sure it stays for a week. Um, yeah, Bar, you are. We need we need a title for the winning team with the lowest score each week. But that's you this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, bar Bar actually, I actually surpassed Bar in points scored for the year. Yeah, you have. We'll get in. Jeff, yeah, we'll Jeff get into had, that in a minute. Jeff, had, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my. Yeah. Well, move on to the next matchup yeah, because I can't stand to look at his team any longer. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next lowest scoring winner in Evan versus me. Um, like I said, Ev scored 112. Uh, Lamar Jackson with sort of a down week. Justin Jefferson with the de- definitely a down week. Gabe Davis sort of around where you would expect him in that game. Um, Tyler Boyd finally got on the board. I watched that game and I didn't even realize that he had any catches, to be honest with you. But he ended up with 6.2. Uh, Nick Chubb with 9.7. Um, Gibson with, you know, higher than projected, but right where you're Can I stop you on Nick Chubb? Absolutely, yeah. Nick Chubb, stat line uh, on the ground, 14 carries for 19 yards. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's horrible. So he must have had some catches. He went three for 48 through the air. 
that's what it was. Wow. Uh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, his kicker was probably his MVP with 22 points on yep. the day. That was his highest scorer. Um, on the flip side, I had just a lot of poor performances and a lot of plug-in plays that did not work out for me. Um, Garoppolo did all he could, and same with Hopkins. And really, uh, James Conner got a touchdown. He kind of did all he could for me, too, on, on Monday night. Yeah, you had about best-case scenario for Monday night to come back because yeah. I know you were sitting at like 49 points going into last night, and uh, yeah. to get you over the 100 is pretty good. Jimmy yeah, G with his best game in a long time as far as fantasy goes. Yep, th- those guys got me over the century mark, thank God, because that's embarrassing when you don't get there. Um, and then Paris Campbell, uh, he, he's probably not really a plug-and-play at this point. I'm probably going to be having to roll with him most of the year, but uh, Valdez scaling ahead in there, he only got me 2.8. And then Barkley with a, you know, a really down day by his standards, five points. Um, and then Mixon ended up getting hurt in that game. Uh, he'd be with a lot of targets in that game, but didn't translate to much. Um, and then my kicker and defense, not really where I'm expecting either of them to be at. So that's sort of where we are. Um, I left a little bit of meat on the bench there with Singletary. Um, the ideal play would be swapping him out over Barkley, and no one in their right mind is doing that. Correct. Um, and then Curtis Samuel, uh, I definitely could have played him, and, and obviously I'm kicking myself that I didn't play him. But once again, he's like making things happen on such minimal touches. So I'm like, you know, not even confident. Hey, uh, pause for breaking news. The Rams just waived Daryl Henderson. Oh, wow. Not that that's like major <laughs> fantasy yeah, news, like, but his name has been relevant all year because he's bounced around a few different teams. Yeah, he's been on many teams, and I didn't, I feel like, oh, no, that was Cam Akers. It's back now. They got a bunch of carries last game. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Let's move on to... Uh, let's look at Heath versus DJ. Heath with this sort of uneventful bye week, as we as we pointed to earlier. Uh, he rolled out Daniel Jones in a week that Tyler Murray uh, was out with an injury, I believe. Um, you know, something about... Uh, <laughs> never mind, I won't even get into it. Um, <laughs> AJ Brown with sort of a down week by his standards, but then the other Brown on his team, uh, right where he should be at at 15 points. Uh, Ayuk, I think, caught a touchdown last night. He ends up 16 points. Um, Derrick Henry doing what Hey, he let me doing. let me stop you on Brandon Ayuk. This is another great stat line. Yeah, had okay. you are you looking at his points? Four, 16, right? Two catches, 20 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> wow, that's great. Good for you, Brandon. That's a great. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like Evan making dream. Yeah, you're right. Two catches, two touchdowns, 20 yards, baby. Quick and painless. Yep. Uh, (laughs) He rolled out Dulcich at the tight end spot for seven points. You'll take that. Um, Stevenson with 14. His kicker got him minus two. Graham Gano, yikes. Um, And then Dallas defense, who just absolutely looked dominant versus Minnesota. Uh, Got him 16 points there. Um, he left Christian Watson on the bench with 21 points. I would guess he's going to find a way to play him moving forward uh, with how he's been playing. Um, you know, he's seen it's funny. It's very boomer bust, and Chris, Christian Watson would be the epitome of that. Yeah, poster he's child. Booming lately. It's been boom after boom. Um, on the other side here, DJ with 
Uh, Justin Fields on a down week, and he's got hurt. I don't know, Derek, is that going to be a long-term thing? What's going on with him? Well, I don't know. It's a it's a shoulder dislocation, um, but it's his non-throwing, so I imagine at the very least it's going to really limit his uh, rushing upside because he's probably not going to want to get hit. Um, but when they asked the coach about uh, is it possible that it's season-ending, he was like non-committal. So I imagine Fields is a tough guy, though he'll probably want to play. I imagine he will play, but I, I definitely think there'll be a loss, you know, in his mobility or the the allowance of him to use his mobility. But it's on DJ's team, so for fantasy in this league, it does not matter. True. Yep. Um, same thing with Bar Sleeper on the week, who only got DJ 9.5 points. Um, or I guess on the year, I should say, but that implies it's every week as well. Um, Terry McLaurin with 9.6, Deontay Johnson 6.2, McCaffrey with 17 points. Uh, you know, a game where San Fran scores 38, and McCaffrey, had, I believe he did not get in the end zone. That's he did not. Things, but it wouldn't have mattered. Hey, McCaffrey, whoever does the projections for Yahoo, boy, they freaking pinned down McCaffrey's. Yeah, they sure did, just about, yeah. Um, zero from Tony, uh, Kadarius Tony. He was injured early in that game as well. Okay. So that's the story there. Um, DJ, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but good luck. <laughs> good luck next year. Um, good night and good luck. Chris Barr, who is yes. Heat's MVP on the week? Don't screw this up. <sighs> Speak words. I'm looking here. Heat's MVP. M. I'm going to say... Dallas defense. Dallas defense. That's good. I would go with Daniel Jones, but that's true. Dallas is respectable. Dallas defense, if you look at their numbers across the year, like 16 is obviously a very good number, but they've had double digits. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, five other times. Yeah, yeah Dallas defense, they're, uh, that was a good pick. I believe he did draft them. That's a good pick. Um, especially after seeing what they did there to Minnesota, one of the one of the more high flying offenses. Um, so these last two matchups we have yet to talk about uh, had some major standings impl- implications here, and we'll get to that. But Derek, where do you want to? How do you want to do it? I'll give you this sort of. Well, let's I'll, let's take. I'll take mine out of the out of the way because mine had okay. little to do. You know, obviously it didn't change the standings for me. Um, Ethan with a tremendous week, that big week in points. It's gonna yeah. ma- it's gonna matter here real soon. That's true. Ethan scores one hundred and ninety three point nine. You know he was just hoping for two hundred, but he didn't quite get there. Um, Joe Burrow with twenty six. Pittman with thirteen point five. Garrett Wilson with only three points. That's incredible. Um, Allen Robinson uh, fourteen. Sanders with only five point eight. And then here's where it comes. <laughs> Tony Pollard with thirty seven. Travis Kelsey thirty five. Najee Harris, 27.6. His kicker, Coop, with 12 points. Baltimore defense with 17. That'll round out a great week. And then on the flip side, Derek, 179 points. Second highest score of the week. He had Herbert with 19. Devontae Adams was out of his mind, 33. Uh, Debo Samuel, 22. Uh, T. Higgins seemed to be catching every single pass that Joe Burrow was throwing (laughs) in that game. Uh, 23 points. David Montgomery with 21. Um, Kenyon Drake, nice plug and play there with seven points. And it turned out to not be. I thought it was going to be the steal of the week. Well, yeah, it, could have, it, it wouldn't have surprised me if it was more. Uh, but that's a good guy to have, I think, moving forward. 
Carter moved with 15.9. Thielen with a real down week there, 4.5. Um, and then your kicker with 13. Washington defense, great plug and play there with 19. They absolutely, you know, dunked all over Houston in that game. Um, Houston just stinks. Uh, so let's see, Barr, do you want to pick an MVP? What do you say? Yeah, there's a few options here. Um, <clears throat> I would say Tony Pollard. I agree. By the way, Derek, last week, and we can listen back at some point. I said he was going to score three, or that uh, Travis Kelsey was going to score three touchdowns. Yeah. Yep, I called that. Yeah. Did you call? I thought, I thought you said something like that, and that is crazy. So you nailed it. Obviously, you know because it's, it's the Chargers. Yeah, they and they charged they charged the hell out of that game. Um, real quick, couple things to, to point out, I guess, in this matchup. Um, just kind of crossing over on things. T. Higgins, you are correct. T. Higgins did catch about every ball that Burrow threw. Unfortunately, the three touchdown passes Burrow threw, they all went to Samaje Pirine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. On Kenyon Drake, Drake, um, he had a carry that took him down inside the one, and he it was in the fourth quarter, and I just read a tweet today from Kenyon Drake that said a lot of people are mad in the fantasy community that he didn't reach the ball for the pylon, but he said, if if you think I'm going to reach uh, the ball out and risk losing it through the end zone for a, a touchback, you're crazy. It's more about my team than it is your fantasy team. Uh, so thanks a lot on that, Kenyon. And obviously, uh, with using bar math, if I would have subbed in Ezekiel Elliott for Kenyon Drake or Adam Thielen, I still would have lost, but I would have lost by less. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's good bar math. Yes. Um, I also was rooting for Tony Pollard uh, for other reasons. You can take for that what you will. And uh, unfortunately, in that other reason I was rooting for Tony Pollard, I also had Mike Williams and Joe Mixon, who uh, unfortunately did not finish their games, and therefore it did not matter. So that was bittersweet. (laughs) Actually, it was just bitter. Right. So the final matchup, Stacy versus Jake. Going into it, this was the... Uh, what was Jake ranked? Fifth, maybe? Yeah, it was three versus five, I believe. Um, or was Stacy third? Yeah, it was three versus five. You're right. Um, so Stacy gets the win, about a 20 point victory. Uh, Mahomes at 27, Amari Cooper with him, you know, an excellent day, um, 31 points. Uh, she rolled out Slayton on a good play there for 13 points. Also rolling out George Pickens on a great play, 18 points for him. Alvin Cook with a really down week there. Um, and then Damian Pierce with an even more down week, 3.7. Uh, Hawkinson right around where, you know, you'd expect him at 8.4. And then she made the right call there on Jamal Williams because he got a couple touchdowns. Um, and then as Jake pointed out in our league thread, uh, New England defense ended up winning the game on a punt or, yeah, punt return touchdown. You know that gave Stacy a nice little cushion there, uh, that ended up helping her get the win. Um, on the flip side here, Jake rolls with Jalen Hurts as he does, uh, and gets right around where he's expected. Chris Olave with a great day, Sutton right where he's at or right where he's supposed to be. Brandon Cooks, they almost nailed that one. Same thing with Aaron Jones, um, fourteen points. He went with Foreman, two point four, and let me just see. Yeah, so he's he's ha- he's he's basically playing Foreman and Hunt at at the complete opposite times he needs to be because uh, last week he rolled out Kareem Hunt there as he would recall on our yep. advice. Yep. Um, and so he picked week, hey he picked Foreman this time all by himself. 
Yeah, he must though, because he didn't come back to me for any advice, and it's, uh, it's no wonder. Um, George Kittle had a great day, got 24 points for him. Eckler in his flex with 18 points, um, and then his kicker and defense only combined for 10 points there. So uh, that's where we stand. Uh, hey, uh, uh, real quick stat, real t- real quick stat check on in this matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. Foreman with 2.4 points. That was. Uh, 11 carries, 24 yards. Oh, wow. On the other side, wow. Damian Pierce, 3.7 points. Yeah. That was 10 carries, 8 yards. Oh, my God. Did you, and speaking of stats, did you hear the stat that's going around about the Jets? Oh, no, I didn't. The Jets, according to, if you take how many plays they had and how many total yards they had throughout the game, they gained... On average, they gained uh, 2.67 inches per play. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Another another yeah, great stat, I believe, is that Kirk Cousins, I believe Kirk Cousins finished with 105 yards passing total, um, but his wow. net was like 45 because he took that many sacks. <laughs> Holy cow. That's awesome. I, I know everyone saw this one, but about uh, – the, the Jets punts versus their completions on the day. They had more punts than yeah. passes completed, yep. I think, or something yep. like that. Yeah, I believe Zach Wilson was 9 for 20, and they punted 11 times, I think, or maybe only yeah. maybe only 10. Bar, did, do you want to pick an MVP for Stacy? Yeah, probably Amari Cooper. Yep, good pick. Uh, so Evan is in first place. He is actually the first official playoff clinch. Um, he's... Uh, at nine and two, congratulations! As as we all expected in the preseason. <laughs> yep, exactly. The the you know the preseason favorite going into this year, Evan Macon sits top our league at nine and two. We all ought to be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> well, hey, go to number two. <laughs> well, Stacy, Stacy, not anymore because Stacy jumps into number two spot with her. Uh, you know, good week in her win there. She's eight and three. She's on a four-game winning streak. And you know, boy, as Mike Tomlin would say about Stacy, don't blink, fellas. <laughs> um, yeah, as I said, she jumps me. I'm now in third place. We have the same record, eight and three. Um, she actually has me by two points on the year. That's real, that's our difference there. So we're her and I are neck and neck. And you guys square up this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's true. We do. Um, this could be two weeks in a row. I. You game. have to imagine the winner's in. The winner clinches. I think you're right. Yep. I think the winner is going to be in. Um, in fourth place is Heath. Uh, he's six and five. On his heels is wreaking havoc. Chris Barr also at six and five. If you can believe it, he's above five hundred. He's on a five-game winning streak. And he's only two hundred points behind Heath. <laughs> yeah. Just for reference, everyone. This is Evan has sixteen hundred points on the year about. Me and Stacy are around like 1480. Uh, Heath, who's behind us, is a whole 100 points ahead of us at 1580. Barr has 1377. Um, the, the only other team with less than that is, of course, DJ Caldwell. Um, anyway, those, uh, Heath is in fourth, Barr is in fifth. Sixth place is Ethan. He's at five and six. He has won one game. Um, he has about 1,500 points on the year. Jake tumbled all the way down. He must have fell. Oh, my God. He fell, what, I guess only two spots. 
Um, but he fell two spots. He's on a three-game three losing skid. Um, he's right there points-wise with Ethan um, and me and Stacy, though. So, you know, he can make some noise. Jeff, uh, also five and six. Same record as Jake, but he's on a five-game losing skid. Um, he is the fucking, you know, yin to bars gang. Uh, and Jeff is just sort of, he, with his last maybe four weeks, now that he's had bad weeks, he, his points for are really suffering. He's, he's tumbling there. Um, DJ is two and nine in ninth place, and Derek, you're one and ten in tenth place. Um, let's see, we can't do any waiver, uh, it, we can't do any waiver things because those are going to go through tonight. Um, what we can do, I actually went through um, last few days and I looked up all of our past 200 point performances. So I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you guys actually here first. There's only two teams in our league that have yet to reach 200 points. Um, and uh, you know, you guys have any guesses? I'd like you to guess. Yeah, me. Yeah, bar for sure. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and. The other one is interesting. And then I have a fun fact about this person as well. Hmm. We've had, just this year, there were two new inductees into our club. Yeah, Ethan is Ethan is in now, right? Evan is in now, and Heath is in now. Oh, so Ethan's the one that's not? No, Ethan is in. Oh, okay. Evan. Then it's... Hmm. Ethan actually holds our record. I guess. Okay. It's 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 then it's got to be Jake if it's surprising. Yeah. Nope. Well, fuck. Well, it's not. It's maybe not as surprising as you might. All right. Well, we're down through it, so it's it's um it's Jeff. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yes, you are correct. I was gonna say think same first initial. It's Jeff. Um, and I believe if I'm not mistaken, Jeff is the team that has had the most. Well, no, he's. Well, he's one. Yeah, he, he has the most 200-point performances against him um, in three. Derek, you you got him one time. Um, DJ, believe it or not, scored over 200 <laughs> against Jeff. Was that in like a two-week final or what? <laughs> that was week one of 2019. Wow. I recollection of it, but it was there. I don't know if someone got in and hacked our page or whatever. <laughs> That's what it said. And then Jake, just last year in week one. Um, but what's interesting is there's, you know, t- 2014, our very first year, we had one. 20, then nothing in 2015. 2016, Derek, you had one. You had one. Then the very next year in 2017, there were two of them in 2018. And then in 2019, we see three. 2020 was only one, but 2021 we see three more, and then this year already we're at two. The 200-point performances are becoming more and more common, um, and they're obviously awesome to see. Uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to sort of give you that little bit of trivia. Bar, why don't you join us, bud? Uh, I mean, I'll try. Certainly try. <laughs> he tries every week, doesn't he? Well, wow. maybe next time, like next year during the draft, you should get good players on your team. Yeah, I, I try. <laughs> yeah. You can't win every week, only scoring 100, I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, looking ahead here to week 12, Derek, you are correct. Me and Stacy have the, the pivotal two-versus-three matchup. Maybe not pivotal, but 
you know, winning your end to the playoffs and you're looking all the more like you're going to have, you know, that first round bye. So that one is going to be kind of crucial there for each of us. Um, although I'm sure we're both surely looking at playoffs regardless. Uh, then we have number five seated Chris Barr versus number seven seated Jake. Uh, this one's also going to be very pivotal. Or if you want any hope of clinging to your spot, you need to win here. <laughs> That's, that is yeah. true. He he is in like a cannot-lose situation despite winning five in a row. Yep. If Jim beats him, he jumps him right back like it was nothing. Uh, then we have the very, very unimportant, like, I might as well delete this matchup off of the app. It's DJ versus Jeff, nine versus eight. There's nothing happening here. I mean... Who knows? Maybe, maybe if no, I don't think anything can happen to these teams. Unfortunately, I think uh, Jeff probably still has some. So. Some Jeff has some chance uh, playoff wise. That's what I'm thinking. Points wise, he has some chance if he can string together wins. But I know he can't do that. He's gonna. He's maybe gonna get the win this week. But that's just gonna give him. A fall but that that might be good enough because um, you know between Barr and Jake, someone's gonna lose, and Jeff would jump that person with a victory. That's true. That's true. Um, then we have the making matchup. Evan versus Ethan, number one versus number six. Can little bro, you know, not end his chances, but make, make Ethan's playoff push that much harder? And Ev, Christmas is coming up, so if you're thinking of what you can get for Ethan, may, you know, maybe uh, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews on the bench. Um, yeah. You know, you never know what you could work out with him. You could work something out. We know, yeah. We know Ev's always trying to save a buck. Uh, that would go a long way for a present that year. Um, then finally we have Heath, McCoppin, Scrappers versus uh, Derek. Uh, right now projected for pretty closely. Um, but that'll be our Week 12 slate. Uh, you know, everybody, we got uh, there's still plenty of football left. There's still plenty of fantasy football left. There is going to be enough time for playoff pushes still. We only have one team clinched. It's Evan. Um, you know, we got, you know, one of us between me and Stacy will clinch this week, uh, but then there's going to be four more spots up, to, up for grabs. Now, there's not six good teams in our league. No, that that is only, the truth. There's probably only four. Two of you fucking shit teams are going to get in. Yeah, um, and not me. So <laughs> let that, yeah, not Derek, not DJ, probably not Jeff. So Barr, between Jake Barr and Ethan. Jake. East, yeah, you guys, two of you are getting in, um, and it's just going to be who, which two. It's going to be so, it's going to be so fun to track, so fun to watch. Um, I'm not going to look ahead to future matchups quite yet. We'll start doing that. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we'll we'll do that next week when because we'll be looking ahead to then the final week of the regular season. So we'll we'll touch on that later. Um, but yeah, plenty of football left. Man, is it getting close? Is it getting tight? <laughs> everything's sort of everything's sort of compressing as we push towards the playoffs, um, and the waiver wire is just absolutely thin as can be. Um, we'll, we'll, it's almost pointless to it's it's, it's kind of okay that we can't do the waivers because like who's even out? There? Yeah, and I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to tip anybody off because there are a few there are a few little gems out there, but uh, you got to know what yeah. you're you got to know who you're looking for. Oh. You know what? Yeah, you're not kidding. I see a few right now just looking. Uh, anyway, yeah, a few of those guys will be picked up. Uh, what do you want to do, Derek? Should we do our Should we do our picks? Yeah. Well, let me let me recap last week's picks. I don't. I just realized that I took this picture and did not send it to you guys. You did. I didn't do that, right? No. Okay. Uh, 
probably not. So I have uh, that I was nine and five, Barr was ten and four, and that Brian was eight and six. However, I will send this to you to double check because there's a possibility that Brian was ten and four and that Barr was eight and six. Be- I don't think. Okay. I think Barr told me he was ten and four. Okay, because so. because normally when I write them down, I. I have my name on top, and then I always, for whatever reason, I just put Brovi Bar. Like, that's just how I've done it the whole year. And on the list, the thing, the chart that you made last week, you had it the other way. And I didn't realize it, and I'm sure that it was right that if Bar agrees that he was 10 and 4. But this morning when I took this picture, I was like, oh, shit, I think I might have got that backwards. So I don't have the uh, the total number because I didn't I didn't actually write that down. But we're, we're all within definitely within spitting distance of each other. Um, if not, yeah. the fact that you you two may be tied or Brian yeah, might be I up think, one. Yeah, we might be tied, and then you're right on our heels, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And we've got three games <laughs> on this coming Thursday, Thanksgiving. Better yet, so. there are no bye weeks this week. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking reading through all these matchups. I was like, dang, I think every team plays. So but they're be- but the next two weeks after this, you know, when the fantasy playoff pushes on, like, yeah, um, how about this? How about this math or or this um thought process? Because I know Bar didn't think about this. Bar, who was your number one pick? Taylor, he has a bye. When's his bye? Next week. No, it's week 14. Week 14. Whenever you're going to try to get that last playoff spot and you'll be without your number one pick. Boy, that's a bummer. Yeah. Number one overall, too. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. It's better than going Cooper Cup, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Okay, hey, let's get uh, going on these picks. Um, Brian, do you want to read them or do you want me to go through them? I can read, yeah, I can read them. I've got them right here. Uh, okay. Got, starting Thursday at 1230 just as you've got that first bite of turkey down your gullet, you're going to see Buffalo kicking off in Detroit. Who do you got? Uh, I can't I can't go against Buffalo. They're just too too good. Detroit's on a three-game win streak, but Buffalo's just too yeah. good. Buffalo. Buffalo. Then, 4.30 p.m., right before you sit down for dinner, you can catch a little action. The New York Giants travel to Dallas to face off against the Cowboys both are seven and three. Dallas, however, favored by nine points in this one. Yep, give me, give me Dallas. Yep. Yeah, give me Dallas. I don't think. Yeah, the line doesn't lie there. I don't um, think the Giants are very good. <laughs> and then uh, Thursday night, everyone's already passed out of sleep, so you're not going to catch <laughs> this one, anyone. But it's the New England Patriots at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota favored by two and a half points. Oh, man. It's a, it's a tricky one. Give me the Vikings. I'm going to say the Pats. Oh, you went Pats. Of course you did. <laughs> That's fine, Bar. I'm, I'm going Vikings as well. I was thinking if that spread was higher than three, I'd probably say I'd pick the Vikings to win, but the Pats to cover. But two and a half, I, I guess I'll take the Vikings. Yep. Uh, okay, then we're into the regular Sunday games. Uh, the 1 p.m. slate here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Cleveland Browns. I'll take Tampa. All Cleveland can do is run, and Tampa Bay is good against the run. Yep, yeah, that's good. T- DB12. Tampa's favored by three and a half. Give me Tampa. Oh, and give me that spread, too. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, next game, Cincinnati Bengals in... Tennessee at the Tennessee Titans. Great uh, game. Cincinnati, since he's favored by a point and a half. 
That's interesting. That's like the battle of uh, physical versus finesse in this one. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Um, I'm wow. going. I'm going Bengals. Yeah, you know what? I'm going Bengals as well. They just they just withstood a basically a fully healthy Pittsburgh Steelers defense, <laughs> um, and they were able to put up a lot of points on them. So I don't think Tennessee's defense is better than the Steelers. I'm going with the Titans, and um, I, I guess I would maybe reserve the right to change my pick to Cincinnati if Jamar Chase was going to play. But I'm, I'll, I'll just go with the Titans. We can get, we can give you that uh, pivot if you want. I'll give you that. I, I'm, I'm just going to go with Titans. I'll, I'll take the Titans regardless. Okay, Houston at Miami. Miami. Don't even have to elaborate Miami, anymore. Miami. I mean, if Houston jumped out of your mouth on that one, yeah, Houston's just <laughs> bad. They are, Houston's they are bad. very bad. So, and Miami can put up buckets of points. Yeah. Okay, uh, Derek, did you pick? Yeah, it's Miami. Okay, Chicago at the New York Jets. Jets favored by four and a half. Really? Yeah. Is Joe Flacco playing quarterback? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is uh, this hinges on Fields? I think. Yeah. I would give us uh, the out to change our pick, regardless based on Fields. Give me the Bears. Yeah. Okay, if Fields is playing, yeah, give me the Bears. If Fields is not playing, give me the Jets. I mean, same. Okay, so we'll all take the Bears with the option to pivot if Fields yeah. is rolled out, um, and I imagine that we all would probably do that. So. Atlanta Falcons at. Washington Commanders. Commanders favored by four points. I'll take them. Taylor Heineke is cooking with gas. Give me Washington. Yep, same. Yeah, they've been on a roll. And they get Chase Young back this week. Yeah. Uh, Denver at the Carolina Panthers. (laughs) Just a dookie fest. Who you got? Uh, Panthers are starting Sam Darnold at quarterback. Give me Denver then. <laughs> I'll take the same. Yeah. Give me Denver. Denver. Their defense is they're licking their chops at the thought of that. Uh, okay, the final one PM game is the Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Baltimore favored by four. Give me Baltimore. Yep, Baltimore. Yeah, they haven't been lighting the world on fire, but eventually they'll get right. And their defense yeah. is their defense is kind of like you said with Pittsburgh getting you know healthy at the right time, going to be pretty much full strength. Yeah, yeah, they've been not playing well, but they've been winning. So I don't know. Uh, okay, the four p.m. game: your Los Angeles Chargers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the Chargers. Uh... Chargers favored by four and a half. Yeah, I think Kyler's going to miss again. The Cardinals have a bye in week 13. And Keenan Allen's back now. Yeah, Keenan's back. Mike Williams is probably not back. Yeah, Chargers. Well, yeah, but yeah, still Chargers. Uh, okay, Las Vegas Raiders at Seattle Seahawks. Give me the Raiders. Raiders, are they back on track after last week? Probably not. Uh, probably not. But this, you know, this is a spot where they have, they do have enough talent, and I, I don't truly think Seattle's great. Um, I know it's in Seattle, which is hard to pick against. But yeah, yeah the Raiders. I was going to pick the Raiders. Well, so I guess you are. I'm going Raiders. <laughs> I 
was going to pick the Raiders, and I will do it. No, (laughs) give me Seattle. Absolutely, and I'm getting one on you guys there. I don't know. I don't know how you don't see that one. Uh, Rams at Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Yep, that's over two touchdowns. Yep. That's going to be John Wolford at quarterback, probably for the Rams. I think Matt Stafford oh may just hang it up. He might as well. And Wolford might as well, too, to be honest. <laughs> he might as well send someone else out there under center. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at the San Fran 49ers. San Fran favored by nine points in this game. Yeah, 49ers. I, I would definitely give New Orleans a chance to cover that. But, yeah, San Francisco yeah, might be the I best team going right now. Yep, yeah, San Fran. Uh Green Bay at Philadelphia. Philadelphia favored by a touchdown. Nine and one. They just oh, they just snuck by last week. I thought, Bar, I thought we had it again. Yeah. I thought, you know, but no. Uh, anyway, give me Green Bay. I'm gonna go back to the Eagles. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going yeah. Philly too, and I definitely would bet the Packers to cover over a touchdown. Um, Philly is definitely yeah. playing with fire though lately, and Green Bay, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, is definitely a team that could get them. I just think they, for this past week, they rectified one of their issues with the defensive line, bringing in Dominican Sue and Linville Joseph, and I just don't think that the Packers are going to be able to get open against Darius Slay. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Um, and then finally, the Monday night game. Not sure how they came up with this one, but it's Pittsburgh <laughs> at Indianapolis. The three and seven Steelers. Traveling to the four, six, and one Colts. And give me the Steelers all day and twice on Monday. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Indianapolis is favored by 2.5 in this one. But, yeah, give me the Steelers. I think they get this one. Tomlin, I read, needs to go 6-1 and one in the last seven games to finish 500 again. Yeah. And I think he gets this one. I don't think he goes 6-1, and one, but now, I think he gets this Colts. one. You have to. Okay, you have Colts to ride with your boy, Johnny Taylor. Largest picks the teams that his fantasy players are on. I get it, but you're setting yourself up for, like, total heartbreak. i got to try to get one on y'all. y'all so your bets. That's my get one on y'all. Well, you're not going to there, I don't think. <laughs> well, you might, but probably and, not. And Jonathan Taylor is going to be totally stifled. Yeah. So anyhow. it's like a double loss for you. Yeah, anyhow, so... All right. Well, we have a couple minutes, Bart. Do you want to? Do you, is there like an auxiliary topic we like we can talk about? Anything else you want to touch on? I know you like to get your other sports takes. Just in. thought we'd uh, real quick, uh, Brevy. What's your uh, Thanksgiving plans this on Thursday? Also, uh, we're going over to my parents. Um, probably around lunchtime, uh, and they're gonna. You know, they'll have some food. I don't know if we're really gonna eat too much, but then after that, we're going over to Brittany's grandparents. Um, for more of the full spread type of deal, and yeah, hoping to just watch as much football in the in those times as I can, um, and then just yeah, having a, an amazing meal. What about you? Uh, we're going to my cousin Lois's. We went last year, but then but then my mom wanted a traditional meal, so we go to Lois's, then come back and cook for four more hours, and then eat again. And I said, not this year because. I have to go see my dad. You know, my dad My dad still gets pretty shitty on the holidays just because oh. he has nobody around. Yeah. So we're going to go to my Lo- yeah. Lois's. There's like 20 of us, the whole Jacobson clan. Right. Well, not right. I'll do say he's dead. Not right. <laughs> they don't do a traditional yeah, meal. They do, but when we go up there, none of us have to worry about cooking. They have duck. Yeah, so. Oh, 
your mom likes to actually cook the meal. Yeah, that's what we did last year. But I mean, <clears throat> time you come back, it's like four o'clock, and then you got to cook again, and <clears throat> yeah, um, not worth it. And my dad's yeah, not what sure. About you? Well, we kind of in the same uh, situation as you. We'll go to my grandmother's, uh, you know, lunchtime, have the first course, and it will be like the full spread. Um, and I'll try to refrain from eating too much, and then we'll go to Stacy's parents. And just fucking get down with it at Stacy's parents because, I mean, as as those those who know know that Ron can cook, um, yeah. and so uh, if you haven't had a deep fried turkey before, they will change your life. Um, so yeah, everyone, I, I'm requesting everyone that hears this and listens to this, it's in the lead. Uh, send your send your Thanksgiving food report in the thread. I want to know what everyone's having. I want to know the full spreads. All right, give me. Okay, let's do this then. Let's do this. Let's say you get you get your your uh, your main your meat. Okay, so if you're a, if you're turkey, whether it's light or dark or whatever, or ham, yeah. some weird fucks do ham for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And then give me uh, give me two sides and a dessert. You build your perfect yeah, plate. Your perfect plate. Go ahead. Oh baby, well it's dark meat turkey. <laughs> okay. Mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's stuffing, and then the dessert is pumpkin pie. Okay, I mean I'm I'm, just off the top of my head. I'm pretty close with you, Brian. I'm a big green bean casserole guy. Uh, I hear that a lot. I, it's not for me, so, but I hear that a lot. And pie wise, um, would be that um, pistachio pudding that people make. It's like the green stuff with the marshmallows. Yeah, yeah. Probably. I've had that before. What's yeah. your turkey selection? Turkey selection would would be definitely dark. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go white meat with the skin still on it, straight out of the deep fryer, um, and then give me some regular mashed potatoes with homemade turkey gravy on top of it. And then I'm gonna go sweet potato casserole with some, uh, you know, toasted marshmallows on top, melted a little bit of uh, browning on top of there. And then for dessert, uh, I do like a nice slice of pumpkin pie. I'm I'm not a big pie guy because I don't like the crust. Um, it's like a waste of. Just give me the filling. Um, but yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Give me, give me some pumpkin with some whipped cream on top. Yeah, Bart, I did. Uh, I cut you off earlier. You were saying something about your dad. What's he up to for Thanksgiving? He's coming we're, over to your place. No, we're not. We're not sure. So we used to get meals at the D Boys Diner, but it has since went out of business. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure we couldn't think of last year, but I'm pretty sure last year I'm pretty sure we ate pasta, because I remember telling him. I remember telling him, Dad, nobody says you have to eat this stuff on thanksgiving yeah, but uh well, that's true but yeah my that's dad exactly uh right. on a sad note uh my dad called me yesterday that he he wrecked his car yesterday um oh, no. oh, that's going, not good. going down rockton he does not remember what he did he just remembers he looked up and he was in the guide rail and i mean his car is like three months old i mean he just bought oh, it no. um Jeez. so yeah the damage is like two about two twenty two hundred. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's been doing a lot of things and like I don't know if I told you guys, but he just got these oh, nice like he should be doing less things while well, he's he just got these nice Nike glasses, three hundred and forty nine dollars. You know. Okay. So he was at work, took his sweatshirt off, put his Napa hat and his glasses in his Napa hat, left Lazar Lumber, got the Grampian hardware. Couldn't find his glasses. Followed back his route, got the lezers, glasses in the middle of the road, ran over oh, with his Napa, with his no. Napa hat. Oh my god! So 
you know, my dad's out like three grand this this just in the last week. Yeah, I mean, they won't do anything for their glasses, which he's just been pissed because you buy all this insurance and shit. But yeah, yeah, so he he's been just worried about himself. He's been making a lot of boneheaded things, but hopefully he'll uh, you know he'll be alright. Glasses break. Then he wrecks the car because he can't see very yeah, I, well. Yeah, I think the problem. Snowballing. I think the problem with the car is he wasn't on his phone. He doesn't remember if he was changing the radio. He doesn't remember. He just kind of got up and looked up and he was in in it. So yeah, well, I, I don't. I mean, it does take a little bit to go that far off of a road to me. Yeah. I mean, and you know. Yeah, it's just well, that, yeah. You're cruising but, coming down Rockton. So he, uh, yeah, he's been just a little bit worried about things. But this is a funny one on about my dad. This this will get you laughing, and then we can go. But my dad bought these jeans at Dunham's, thirty four, thirty two. Took them home, you know, washed them a bunch, wore them some. He's like, yeah, I don't really like them. So he goes to the pennies and he buys thirty three, thirty twos, which fit him ideally. So just. <laughs> took his Dunham pants back to Penny's and used the receipt. And then they just let him go. Yep, and he profited because the jeans that he bought at Dunham's were more than, you know, and it's like, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah, now? I would probably not do that again. But he, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he bought, Dude, he took all the tags off. Back. He was you walking. gotta delete this one. You gotta delete this one. <laughs> no, he, uh, I won't let the feds listen. I'll put a tag yeah, on it. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he admitted his dad committed a crime. Essentially, he was, uh, he was, he was going on. He was laughing about it. I said, I mean, if that's where you find positive, <laughs> he got one over on JC Penny. He did. That's pretty cool. That's actually pretty cool. Fucking Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that's probably thrilling, and you know, good for him. JC Pays doesn't need it. Well, you know what? He broke his glasses, so he deserves a nice pair of jeans. I yeah. mean, we could probably. Hey, I used to work at Dom's. We could probably figure out some more stuff. Hey, you did. Try. <laughs> Tell him to text me. Tell him to text me. <laughs> I forgot about that, but yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was worked up. I mean, worked up about college football. Just wants USC in. He just wants them in. He said, oh. Well, win the Pac-12, they'll be in. Yeah, he said, you know, every time TCU's on, oh, text Derek. I bet he's on edge. Text Well, you're right. I was. <laughs> it was, hey, listen, this is how, uh, and I'll, you know, we'll start wrapping this up. This is how you know, like, TCU's ca- catching the national media. Brian texted me about the end of the TCU game. <laughs> I just happened to turn that on, like, yeah. just in time for me to see them. Just, just wrap the game up with zero timeouts yeah. left. It was so perfectly. It oh was, my gosh! Really and like, and like for college kicking, that's unusual. Oh, I know. They always botch it. Well, he I mean, he missed yeah. Griff, Griffin Kell missed a PAT in that game that made it the way it was. The scoring all funky, yeah. and he had not missed all year a PAT or a field goal. He was perfect on the year. That that was crazy. That game. Uh, and that's true. That's how you know TCU's making noise. <laughs> is whatever Brogy's hearing about them. Well, they got a they got a, uh, a home game against Iowa State, who's just not very good on offense. But uh, I, I nothing is a given for them right now. Um, and then, regardless, they'll play the Big Twelve Championship against Kansas State. If they go two and zero in the next two weeks, they'll somehow be in the college football playoff. And I guess it'll be all for all. For, I I've paid for it with all my losses here in the Dom League. 
Well, it might be that might be the case. Um, let me get on to one more note about uh, the sports related. The World Cup has started. Yes. Um, we fucking blew it yesterday. I know. I caught some of the action. The U.S. men's team, they are, the, I think they were saying, the second youngest squad in this World Cup. So they are young, they're inexperienced, but they did show some flashes that, that made me think they were, uh, you know, maybe going to make some noise this year. They ended up in a 1-1 draw against uh, Wales. 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 Against Wales. So that's not what you're expecting, especially if you were watching that game and the U.S clearly looked like the better team um but yeah this might be this might be a year that the u.s makes some noise out i i think they can get out of the group stage because everybody's going to kick the shit out of iran and then as yeah. if, if the u.s can draw with england well yeah that's going to be the tall task yes if they can draw, or if they could beat them even better but yeah if they can draw with england that 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 sets their chances up a lot better to get out of the group stage and then from there, it's, that's where you hope. A win, a win yesterday. If they win that game yesterday against Wales, they're they're through because they're going to beat Iran and and England's going to beat everybody else. So then it's probably yeah. USA and England get through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all the more reason they needed to win that one. Yes, they clearly were the better team. But you know, like I said, they are the second youngest team. Uh, but if you love sport, you should be pulling for the for the. the I believe they play. I'm. I believe they play tomorrow at two o'clock on uh, Fox. Okay, there you have it. Tune in if you can. If not, no big deal. And then on the NBA, uh, NBA real quick, Ben Simmons returns to the Philly tonight. Who gives a fuck? Ben well, Simmons is awful. Ben Simmons returns to the It'll be no, not to their lineup to Philly to to play yeah. against them. Yeah, it'll be it'll be rough. It'll be. Yes. I believe Dame Lids and the Trailblazers are still in number one in the West. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I expect that from Dames. So. Well, His uh, nickname changes every time we talk about him. Yeah. Anyone got an update in golf? Anything? <laughs> uh, no. There, there's a, there is a um, uh, the match or whatever. You know how they do those? I think there's oh, yeah. one on – it's either on Friday or Saturday or maybe it's next weekend. Um, okay. But it's – yeah, it's – you know, whatever it's it's the match, and then there's some kind of like pro am thing. The well, it's the thing that Tiger and his son. I think they came in second last year. Um, but it's oh, yeah. yeah, Tiger and John Daly and his son, I believe, won. But it, that's in like the second week of December. Um, so if you want to see Tiger back on the course, he is playing with his son. What else is there? Um, Brittany and I last on, on Friday we went to State College to see the women's volleyball, Penn State versus Minnesota. They're always good. They're always good, and they won that match where we went to see them. I've gone to see Penn State women's volleyball probably four or five times, and I've yet to see them lose a match. <laughs> oh, jeez. That tells you how good they are. Um, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Those girls hit that ball so fucking hard. Yeah, I had, it wouldn't um, be me on the other side of that net, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, what other sports? What other sports? <laughs> Who won NASCAR bar? Uh, oh, good Joey Logano. Oh, Joey Slogano. Yeah. Congrats to Joey Logano. Congrats goes out to Joey. Yeah. yeah. Congrats to you. Kudos on your title. Um. Oh, I think it was uh, who won the F one uh cup or whatever that's called. It's gotta be Sebastian Bet Vettel. No, was I don't it, know. Was it Vettel? I have no idea. It was. It might have been. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know, but I know I know this. It wasn't Lewis Hamilton this time. No. That's what I do know. So sorry to whoever that was that won it. It was one of those other pretty good guys, I think. Um, but yeah, should, should, we, should we call it a day on that now? Yeah, I'd, I'd say we hit, hit the bases on all the sports. So, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and you can shut her down. And... All right. Here you go, Bart. Loving this shit right here. L I M P. Biscuit is right here. <laughs> <laughs>